0: Washington football team declassified, real, raw, authentic, Washington football team sports talk. Get it here. Welcome back to another episode of the Washington football team declassified. I am your host, L.E. We got something that we think you're going to love this week. We're going to do shop it, stop it, or draft it. We're going to talk about the Washington football team, how they should approach the offseason. We're going to give you specific players that they should go after, be it in the draft, be it free agency, or if they should just trust their own. Ready to go, Eric? Uh, Let's do this. All right. So the Washington football team had a pretty successful season last year. Still need some uh, improvement in certain positions and areas. So why don't we start with the safety position? Eric, would you shop, stop, or draft there? I'm going to stop at safety um
1: collins and curl i think are a nice combo um curl played a lot of strong this year but he is capable of playing free with his cover uh coverage skills uh he, he did a little slot corner this year so he, he can do it um everett's good depth um so i think we're good there uh i wouldn't have a problem with like a later draft pack a later draft pick on a safety like six seventh round um but i'm cool with i'm cool with what we have
0: yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think I would I would stop with the starters, but I would shop for death. Death, yeah. excuse me. And a couple guys, um, the Tart kid that played with the 49ers for a while, and then Daniel Sorensen, who was with the Chiefs for a while, would be some good uh, depth options for me there. But I like what we have at starters, for sure. Um, quick question on that, though. What do you think we do with Landon Collins? Um, I don't know what
1: I don't know what his contract looks like. I think he's probably a little expensive to get rid of right now. Um, I don't think – I think he's good. Like I, I, I know Curl played really, really well. I think there's definitely a role for Collins. He struggles in coverage, um, but with you know Curl back there, I think uh, there's still a role for him.
0: Yeah, and I've heard I've heard some people say, well, why can't he just move to linebacker? And and one thing I want everybody to understand is there's there's techniques to playing certain positions, and when you switch positions, it takes a long time to learn that position fundamentally so asking a guy who's making 86 million dollars over the life of his contract to potentially risk having an awful year at a position he's going to feel out of position playing is not the easiest thing to do in the NFL and it's probably not going to happen all right I'm going to start the DBs or the cornerbacks this way I'm going to stand pat at DB and this might surprise folks but I like what we got out of our DBs last year with Ronald Darby I think we have to re-sign him so I guess on a technicality that might be a shop but in terms of the player itself, I'm gonna stop here and stand pat with Ronald Darby. You know what Fuller does, he's under a decent sized contract. Um, we had some depth there. I'm not the biggest Moreland guy, but I think he can suffice for what you need. Um, and so I, I like the overall position group as a whole. So I'm gonna stop.
1: Um, I'm on the same page as you. Uh re-sign Darby if you can. He played well enough, he could command a lot of money he could get a better offer elsewhere. That's the only like kind of caveat to that. So as an alternative, if you can't stand Pat because he doesn't want to go, maybe bring in somebody like Artie Burns um, and there's always Fabian Moreau that could be re-signed for depth.
0: For sure. All right. Now, linebackers. Man, if you watch a football team this year, mm-hmm. you know we struggled at this position top down. Uh, we tried to plug guys in there. We got our guy, uh, Holcomb, you know, our athlete linebacker, to me, he's up and down Bostic. And you got a uh, SDH who they cut like the day after the season was over. So I guess they really weren't feeling him, man. Stop shop or draft. Yep. What are you doing at the linebacker position?
1: Uh, this is my first round draft pick. Um, I'm going around one linebacker. If I can, if somebody's available, I mean, I, mean, I would love Michael Parsons from Penn state. I don't think he's going to make it to 19. I think Dylan Moses is a guy. Um, Maybe a little bit of a reach at 19, but it might also be worth it. Um, and maybe even a trade back in the later, later of the first round, or at least second him or somebody like Nick Bolton. But uh, that is
0: priority one personally For well, one. In, I got a 1A. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at you at all for that because we just have to get better at the position one way or another. I'm going to shop. I'm going to go get Avery Williamson. I think you played with the Steelers last year. He's 29. So I'm not saying this is a guy that's going to be, a six year contract necessarily, but I think he's he plays at a high enough level to immediately make us better at the position. And and I love linebacker draft picks because most of the time if they're high enough pedigree, they can come in and contribute right away. I just don't want to take my chances this year. Like you said, unless somehow Michael Parsons is going to slip to 19, which there is no he's way not, that happens. Yeah. I'm gonna spend some money there. All right. Edge rushers. I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna stand pat. We got Chase Young. Montez Sweat are absolute demons on the outside we got Ryan Anderson who I I am a huge fan of Ryan Anderson's game and what he can do at a, as a piece of the depth there I don't I don't know if I love him as a starter but as depth I like what he does we are going to lose Kerrigan but we've had some other guys that we could plug in um, that can contribute as much as I think Ryan Kerrigan did because Ryan there were games where Ryan Kerrigan played maybe 11 snaps or something like that so mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand pat the edge position what about you um, I am going to stand pat as well. Um Smith
1: Williams looked pretty good towards the end of the year. Um again, I I may look at somebody in the mid mid-late rounds, but um because I'm not 100% sure Anderson doesn't get traded because I don't know that the coaches see him the same way you do. Yeah, I think I think uh, obviously with with Sweat and Young and Smith Williams playing really well the way he did, definitely no reason to shop and a draft. Um you can you know, use some late round capital.
0: That's, that's certainly fair, man. What are you going to do with the old line, or excuse me, the defensive line position, man? How are you going to handle that one? Not doing anything. Everybody's under contract. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think you you don't have a choice but to stand pat. Now, in a, in a year or two, you got some decisions to make, especially mm-hmm. with where the salary cap is. But for right now, you just enjoy the blessings that you have on that D line and, and exactly. let it meet. All right, offensive line. I'm going to go draft. I'm going to go Deontay Brown out of Alabama. Um, probably not in the first round. Uh, Hopefully he's still there in the second round, but I think, you know, we, we had experiments through free agency last year at the tackle position and outside of that, you know, people don't let starting tackles go very often, you know, at least good ones, anybody that you're going to want to sign The the caveat to that might be Trent Williams. I don't see a Trent Williams reunion happening here. I I don't know why, but it just kind of feels like, you know, that situation ended so badly. Yes, it's a new regime. I think Ron had some opportunity to retain Trent Williams last year and chose not to for whatever reason, or maybe Trent was just too done with this franchise, but I don't know how that got repaired if they haven't been talking over the last course of the year. So I'm going to hit the draft. I'm to shop or I'm going to draft for this one.
1: Yeah, I think the Trent Williams, um, he will be back. It was a master plan to get a third round pick from San Francisco. He <laughs> picked it out from the start. So he'll be back and we'll have their pick. No, um, I'm actually leaning towards Stan Pat on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you got to re-sign Sheriff. He's going to be really expensive, but he wants to be here. Um, I really thought that, especially toward the end of the year, Cornelius Lucas played pretty well. Like, I don't think, you know, he wasn't obviously all pro level, but there wasn't a glaring hole at left tackle uh, with him there. Uh, Moses is Moses. He's going he's to do his thing. Um, and you have Sadiq Charles coming up who can, who I think they're kind of projecting as a guard, but he may be able to still slide out the tackle. So I don't know. I would stay at pad at offensive line.
0: And, and I think it's some of it depends on who our quarterback is going to be, too. Like right? if we have, and we'll get to the quarterbacks later, but if we have one of those statues in the pocket kind of guys, I think you have to make an upgrade because I think you're playing with house money with the tackles that we had last year. But <laughs> let's see what happens there. All right. I'm also thinking – I actually – I am thinking Trent Williams comes back. So. Okay. <laughs> I, Anderson, so. I don't see it, but let's see what ha- – anything's possible, right? Uh, Tight end, um, Eric, shop, stopper draft. What are we doing? There's
1: not a lot out th- – I would say shop.
0: Um, there's not a lot out there. On the free agent market,
1: Hunter Henry is out there, but he's kind of been meh. Uh, In draft, this is my one A to linebackers. Like if somebody like Kyle Pitts is there at 19, you take him and run. I really like the dude from Penn State, friarmouth friarmouth yeah. He's a blocking beast. Like he's a monster as a as a a blocker, and he can catch. So it's a bonus. He's legit, and he may be there in round two. He may be somebody you got. You either you either move back late round one or you try to move up in round two to get him. But he is, I would, be, I would not be unhappy with him.
0: Typically, free agent tight ends are damaged goods. These are the guys that have nagging injuries that they can't get by. I think Hunter Henry is is the best case uh, or the best example of that. I mean, this guy's been hurt every year. He's been with the Chargers. He's had shoulder injuries. He's had concussions. Stay away from that. Because I, I think, you know, you might get three extremely good games at a hundred Henry, but over the year, he's going to average about where Logan Thomas is best case scenario because of the games that he misses. I'm going to stand pat. I'm going to see what we got in Logan Thomas in year two. It'll be his third year as a tight end for, um, at, you know, because he was with the lions prior to coming to us and stuff like that. And then Thaddeus Moss, I think he's kind of a, just a guy, but I think he's good enough to block for us. Okay. Yeah. He's, he, I think we signed into one of those injury Guaranteed contract, oh, okay. stuff like that. Right. And then uh, I'm, I'm over sprinkle. So you might have to bring somebody in, but yeah, yeah, we're good here. But I don't think it's a position where I'm desperate to do something at that position in this offseason.
1: Yeah. So I would say that in the offense that they're running, an athletic tight end is, is a must. And athletic tight ends is even better. So I think with Thomas and a draft pick, the offense can really make some strides.
0: Yeah. It, it'd be interesting. Um, and we talk about the need for playmakers all across the board. So if you're not going to fill that at wide receiver somehow, which I think you have to, which we'll get to, then yes, two super freak athletic tight ends. I would love it all at that. Um, speaking of wide receiver, you know, we had Terry McLaurin and basically nobody else all year long. And it was yeah. insanely frustrating to watch. Nobody be able to get open. Nobody be able to catch the ball. Nobody gets separation. Nobody does anything. I am going to do two things. I am going to shop for a wide receiver and I am <laughs> going to draft a wide receiver. Now, big money to be had here at the wide receiver position, especially with your your wide receiver ones or wide receiver one, a guys, which I think is who they might look for. But I'm going to, I'm going to buck the trend here. I'm going to sign Willie Snead because I think one thing this offense really needs is a deep threat, a pure out and out deep threat. So I'm going to get Willie Snead off free agent market. And then I'm gonna draft Rashad Bateman and, and and see what we got. And if I can't get Bateman, I'm gonna go Amon Ra St. Brown and, and see what he can do, you know, and put him in the slot and let's let's make some things work. <laughs> I am shopping like a champ at <laughs> what I am
1: I'm yeah, I'm like Betty and Wilma on the Flintstones. <laughs> charge it. Yeah. I'm all in on Alan sure. Robinson is my one seed. Okay. And I know he's getting a little older, but that dude, I mean, I would love to see what he can do. Hopefully, if we had a quarterback, what he could do with an actual quarterback, love him. Um, everybody else wants him, or a lot of people are going to want him too. Chris Godwin's out there; he's like that. He's like that mold of like multifaceted athlete that I think that would fit this offense well. I really like um, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, um, and Curtis Samuel may be a little less expensive. He knows the offense, and he's another one of those like running back, wide receiver dudes that you just get the ball in his hands. He's um, yeah, he's he's out. He would be really good in this offense. He would kind of maybe take that Steven Sims role um, because he's way better than Steven Sims. Um, and then even if that uh, Will Fuller's out, going to be out there. Ty Hilton's going to be out there. Uh, Galladay, um, what's his name? The other guy from Detroit. They're both out there. Uh, there's a ton of options. And I'm gonna. This is my. This is my sleeper pick as a wide receiver because I am gonna go one draft pick. This dude I absolutely love. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna preface this by saying that I can show I can prove to you that I mocked Terry McLaurin way back in the day. So the the way back and before he was drafted. Uh, there's a kid from Auburn named Anthony Schwartz. This dude is he's he's basically like a Steven Sims type of receiver. He's a little guy, just lightning fast. I mean, like four two fast, and he is a threat to score every time he touches the ball. And he's a dude that could be available in like the fourth round, fifth round. So could fall in love with the speed and take him in round three. He could fall out of the draft because there's not a lot of production there. But if you just get a chance to watch just some of those dudes' highlights and see how freaking fast this dude is, so I'm all in. I'm all in on Anthony Schwartz from Auburn. So you heard it here first. <laughs> but he's gonna make he's gonna make that dude uh, make some some GM look really good. That's all I'm saying. All right, we're marking it down, Eric.
0: What Anthony you... Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz, you got May the it. the Schwartz be with us. <laughs> I like that. What do you? What about Harmon, man? What do you? What do you think Kelvin Harmon does in this offense next year?
1: Coming off an ACL, it's tough. I like Har- I liked him in year one. I was I was actually like I remember watching the draft last year, and or year before last, and like watching for Harmon. I was like Harmon's still available, and I'm looking at like round three, and I'm like, hey, Harmon's up. Harmon's up there, round four, round you know, and he ends up going what fifth round. So I, I like him.
0: Um, he's a better version of what Cam Sims is. I like what Harmon can do. He's not a wide receiver, too, um, but he has a role. The, the thing that I think might hurt him is that Cam Sims is a special teams dynamo, yep. and, and, and that matters in the NFL For if you're not Especially a starter. Especially the wide receiver four, yep. yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, running back, what are we doing here, shop, stop, or draft?
1: I'm drafting.
0: I'm drafting. I'm not drafting
1: high. Well, I like Najee Harris out of Alabama. Okay. Because Peyton Barber is Peyton Barber. Yeah, Harris can do that way better. Um, Gibson, I'm just not sold on Antonio Gibson. Like, he had a good year, and I'm not – but I'm not, like – I'm not – I would rather have a running back that knows how to play running back. Like, I like – I don't don't like Gibson. I just don't trust that he's going to be, like, a long-term good player. Like – I'm concerned that teams may, and I could be completely off on this. There's just something that bugged me about him all year. Like you could tell that he's a first time, this is like his first time really playing running back. So he may get better. So I'm not opposed to drafting somebody for nothing else than to, than to um, replace Peyton Barber. Um, Tubba Hubbard is another dude I really like, mainly his name, but he's another guy that
0: out of Oklahoma.
1: And Bryce Love is not
0: playing anymore. Let's, let's, let's all collectively move on from Bryce Love. From Bryce Love, it ain't happening. (laughs) It ain't happening. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to shop here. Uh, I think first of all, let me let me let me go back because I absolutely love Antonio Gibson and what I think he can do. He's dynamic. They did not involve him in the passing game this year, and that bothered me a lot. Maybe that's something that's his fault. I think it's probably just poor planning on the football team's fault with the coordinator, who shall not be named, Scott Turner. Um, but I call him Baby Mixon, by the way, because I think he's he's Baby Joe Mixon. He'll get there. No, he's better.
1: Mixon, I hate Joe Mixon. I hate him. You ever had him on your fantasy team?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what he
1: does. He's <laughs> player. He blows it. He's, he, he's never good. He's like, oh, this is his breakout. He's never going to break out. This yeah. is like year five. The dude is not going to break out.
0: He plays six games a year. I know, man. Yeah, no, I,
1: not. So don't call him Baby Mixon. You're just reinforcing my opinion. If you... <laughs>
0: well, I'll think of a new name for him. But I'm going to shop, and I'm going to go get Mike Davis From Carolina to replace Peyton Barber. And I think this is logical because Ron Rivera likes his guys. This is one of his guys. He's a veteran presence who's not going to steal carries from um, Gibson. It still leaves McKissick with his role. Now we just get Peyton Barber, Mr. 1.7 yards of carry out of the offense. Go go, let him go wherever he wants. We bring an effective guy in. If Gibson gets hurt, or proves to he, that he can't run in between the tackles. Now we got a guy that can do that. Gibson can be his dynamic self. We can split these carries three ways if we need to. Gibson can get, you know, 15. Uh, Davis gets eight to 10. And then McKissick gets his catches on third down in the passing game. I think that's a good fit for us. All right. All right. Marquee position, man. I'm going to give you the honor of going first here. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. We had, I'm not going to call him, Issues we had a quarterback tragedy situation going on here last year, and then we we the best quarterback in the East. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not saying a lot for the East. But we, we, you and I joked about this the last time we got together and did a podcast about the Heineke hysteria that was going to come when Heineke got in the game. And man, sure enough, Heineke hysteria is in full effect. People want him as our unquestioned number one starter for the next thirty years. Eric, you do the honors. Shop, stop, or draft at the quarterback position. All right. This is a long answer because there's a lot of there's so many
1: options. First of all, I will say I have upgraded Heineke. He is now he is no longer Rex Grossman. He is now Colt McCoy. So, <laughs> and I think it's a per no. I think it's a perfect a perfect fit. He's Colt McCoy. He's a little guy, not super strong, super mobile. Gets you can play his butt off like once and he's going to get hurt. So that's pretty much that's my And, but no, he played great hats off to him and he totally has, has the right to come back and compete in spring. No problem if he's our backup because he's fantastic. Maybe he turns out to be a starter. I don't know, but uh, I'm not going to bank on that. So um, I actually, I actually jotted down some notes earlier and then I completely changed my mind when I did a little bit more research. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to, This is going to be a weird answer, but I'm going to wait until after free agency. I'm going to wait until after the draft. I'm going to wait until after June 1st, and I'm going to trade for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is owed $23 million next year. That's a salary. All right? Then Alex Smith retires or is released, which he will be likely going to retire. He's going to save about $15 million against the cap. So Matt Ryan essentially is going to cost you about $8 million. in in cap space uh based on you know losing smith with his 10 million caps cap it no problem there right second um you wait so his contract basically for he's not gonna be they're not gonna be able to trade him before june 1st just based on his contract they won't be able to absorb that cat which is why i'm saying after june 1st but that also um allows us to not have to give up any picks in 21. we trade a 22 and he is not going to be expensive because he has an entirely new regime He's a giant cap hit if they keep him. Um, And they can, if they cut him after June 1st, they can spread that out over a couple of years. Uh, He's getting traded. Everybody knows he's getting traded and he's not going to be expensive. So I'm thinking like a third at best. I'm thinking third and a sixth or, you know, third and a fifth, third and a sixth. I don't think that's too much to pay for a guy who's still probably got a little bit of trade. And every time throughout his career, Matt Ryan has had. A, uh, has had a defense. He's been, he's, he's been fantastic. It's just his defense constantly lets him down. Um, so, yeah, I'm rolling with Matt Ryan. Um, I had initially thought about uh, Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is getting released. His cap hit is so low right now. I think he's gone. I think they're going to stick with Mario out in Oakland. Um, obviously, Dak Prescott might be on the market, but he's going to be way more expensive than Matt Ryan. Um, and I think Matt Ryan allows you to draft somebody and develop him. So if like Kyle Trask is available, like round three, you take out and I'm not taking Kyle Trask before.
0: (laughs) But if he's still there in round three, that's decent value. Here's why I think it's not going to be Matt Ryan, because he's not mobile. I think they have expressed that they want a mobile option at quarterback. And that was part of the downfall of Dwayne. Um, other than the fact that, you know, all the other struggles. He wasn't terrible, but hey, Dwayne's oh, he gone. I'm going to leave Dwayne in the past, but Matt Ryan is not mobile. And I think this offense functions best with the quarterback as an option to run. Um, Matt Ryan also has had the luxury of having some of the best weapons at running back and wide receiver his entire time in the NFL. Um, so that has to be accounted for too. What's he going to do? when it comes to a situation assuming we can't adjust the wide receiver position in free agency um, and we have Terry McLaurin and a bunch of nobodies is he going to make them look better I don't know the answer to that question because he's played with correct me if I'm wrong Roddy White Julio Jones um, Roddy also White might be traded. also might be traded Not for him sure. too hey, no. hey. Um, and then you know and then he had uh, he had Todd Gurley this year who I think was kind of up and down but he had uh, Devontae Freeman. Remember his explosive like rookie year that won me my fantasy league? <laughs> um, countless other guys. So I think he's been, when you don't see guys in different situations, it's hard to feel good about it. Um, I'm surprised that you think Oakland's going to keep Mariota and let Carr go. That That's interesting because if that happens, then I would say shop and get Carr right away because I like what he can do. Um, I don't see that happening though. So As I did this earlier in the week, I wrote down Marcus Mariota and and shop, obviously. No matter what, I'm shopping. I'm not Mm -hmm. happy with the options that we have in the quarterback room right now. And I was telling uh, my Redskins guys, if if we come back with the same quarterback room next year that we have right now, it's going to be a disaster of a season. Because everybody's going to be arguing about who should be in the game. Play Heineke if, if we play uh, Alex and Alex comes back, which I don't think he will. I'm with you. I think he's going to retire. It's going to be, well, Alex, Alex wins and Heineke wins. and It's going to be a mess. I don't want that. Let's solve this position as best we can this year. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to shop. And personally, I would say Mario is the best scheme fit that's out there right now. So if, if Oakland lets him go or, excuse me, Las Vegas lets him go, I'm going Mariota. Something that's been bubbling up over the last few days. I don't know if this is legit or if this is just fan hype, but I've been hearing a lot of the Tyrod Taylor stuff come out. Tyrod Taylor and draft. Let me tell you, I don't, Tyrod Taylor makes zero sense here because of the exact reason that Tyrod Taylor's made no sense anywhere. When you have Tyrod, you're always going to want the guy that's behind Tyrod to be in the game, and Lord help us if that's I think Alex case. Smith is boring. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Now, granted, like Alex Smith, he's one, you know, and, and that's not enough for people though because they want a dynamic quarterback who's throwing down the field, you know, going through twelve reads and all, you know, whatever. But it just it's going to be a show here if we get Tyrod Taylor. Like you said, he's not the most exciting quarterback. And then we have a backup that people think is great in Heineke and they're going to blame Tyrod for not letting Heineke play. No, thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, first of all, I'm going to say if we come back with Terry McLaurin and a bunch of nobodies at wide receiver next year, then somebody's getting fired. <laughs> There's no way that's happening. We're going to get, we're going to upgrade a wide receiver. If we don't get free agents, we're going to draft. We'll get one of those Alabama LSU guys. Somebody's going to drop.
0: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to stick to my guns, and I'm going to say Matt Ryan is my guy. All right. We'll see what happens. I'm going to keep a record of this, Eric. And after free agency, <laughs> we're going to come back and take a look and see – and a draft. We'll go to the draft, too, and see how many of these we got right, who was the most accurate. And uh, Anthony and Schwartz. Anthony, and if Anthony Schwartz is on the team at that point, man. That's Eric, right. I appreciate you, man.